Hello, and welcome to The Strad Podcast. I'm Davina Shum, I'm a cellist, and I'm the online editor at The Strad. Today, I'm joined by singer, composer, cellist, Ayana Witter-Johnson. Ayana's music fuses her classical musician training with soulful R&B vocals. You'll hear my chat with Ayana about her musical journey, tips on songwriting using a stringed instrument, and the logistics of playing and singing simultaneously while standing up and dancing. Goodness, that's a lot. Got to sit down. Here's Ayana Witter-Johnson. Ayana, welcome to the Strad Podcast. Thanks. Thank you so much for being here today and um, sharing with us uh, your insights and your playing. Recently on the Strad website, we published a video of uh, a recording that you did in collaboration with John Aram, and it was an, a sort of modern 21st century updated arrangement of John Dowland's Flow My Tears, the old song, but also with cello, vocals, electronic beats. First of all, can you tell me a bit about your musical journey? How did you get into, you know, playing the cello, incorporating vocals as well? The journey begins when I was quite young, actually, and with the piano as my first instrument. I learned classical piano during primary school and advanced quite quickly. So when I got to secondary school, the music classes that they had at the time were focused around sort of basic piano skills and musicianship. And my teacher felt that I wasn't doing much or learning enough um, during that time. So he said, while we're doing this, you should pick up a second instrument. And he gave me a list of instruments to choose from. And I took the list home and my mum said, no drums, no woodwind, no brass. So that left the strings. I was like, okay. Um, And I thought the double bass was a bit big. I thought my piano fingers were a bit big for the violin. I didn't know what a viola was. (laughs) And I, lo and behold, had a vague, faint memory of someone playing the cello at primary school in an assembly. So I just decided, yeah, why not? Let's pick the cello then. (laughs) Yeah, still not super easy to carry around, though. Still not not super easy. (laughs) Yeah, slightly easier than a double bass, but not much. (laughs) Um, And then I kind of played through school. And when I went to study composition at Trinity Laban, I had a part-time job in a restaurant singing and playing piano except they didn't have a piano and I was like okay that's not gonna work um (laughs) um, so she said you can bring a keyboard I was like no my keyboard's way too heavy I'll just bring my cello and see what happens so that was the genesis of that um, combination of events yeah so it's kind of like okay well we don't have a piano so out of necessity (laughs) yeah basically use my cello and I mean was that something that you felt prepared to do or, or how did you get into that not really I just knew that um I could at least get some bass notes out and that very few people would actually be listening to me to be honest um so I I was quite comfortable just being at the back of the restaurant um with some sheet music and plucking some bass notes and, and singing and I figured that that would be enough And lo and behold, people started to clap for various things and just kind of listen more than I imagined they would. 
Yeah, it's quite nice just to have that sort of comfortable zone where you can just kind of experiment low pressure, but then, you know, really experiment with your craft. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about your approaches to singing and playing, because I'm a cellist as well. Personally, I find it quite difficult to do the two things at once or, you know, talk and play at the same time. If someone is trying to get my attention, I have to either stop or my speech comes out completely (laughs) (laughs) You know, my brain just seems to be not really quite wired in that way. Um, So, yeah, tell me about your approaches to doing the two things at once. It changes depending on the song. Some songs or pieces of music start with both together and others are like when I'm doing an arrangement of something. So I might break down what the accompaniment in the cello part might be and then add the voice. Um, Sometimes I have to slow things down um, to a ridiculously slow speed in order to combine the two. Sometimes I've been doing it for a while now, so some things come quite intuitively, certain fingering positions for particular chords feel familiar. So it's a varied approach, but I think at a certain point there's always a space for an arrangement and thinking about how to bring the best out of the song with the arrangement. So that could be, is it more percussive? Is it more bowed? Is it more played like a bass? Is it more of a guitar feel? So depending on the story would change what's happening. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. So you're getting the best, you're you're creating the best music that you can. You're not setting yourself an unrealistic expectation. Yes, that's it. (laughs) That's quite important, isn't it? Would you say that you have your piano training a lot to thank for that? Because I mean... With piano, you know, you're doing a lot of multitasking. Does that help as well? I would totally agree with that. And um, I don't often reflect on that, but I think for sure in terms of my sense of harmony, multitasking indeed, uh, coordination (laughs) between the hands and everything, like I really do feel that a lot of the time I might see things visually in my mind at the piano um, in terms of where I'm going next or what I'm doing. So my musical geography, I guess, is rooted in in the piano. And then I kind of move from there to other things. Yeah, so that's your fundamental. Yeah. And you mentioned before, you know, when you were starting out, because I think this might be quite interesting for people who are perhaps wanting to go down this avenue as well, just plucking out a few bass notes and stuff. So then how would you go on from there? Like what sort of, um, you know, natural chords or sort of hand shapes would you recommend as a progression from just basic bass notes yeah so it it depends on what you want to hear sometimes I I play chords that I don't know if they're chords or just a combination of two notes that I want to hear (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I reckon definitely on the cello more so than on the bass it's easy to get fifths and stuff so you know open fifths are super easy they're a great place to start and especially if you want to improvise and see where your voice takes you on top of that so I would say fifths are always great and then you get used to that sort of barred feeling and then depending on your hands or what feels good then you have to see what other fingers are available and what they can add to the mix, basically. Yeah, are you going to risk those octaves or just stay safe with the fifths? I've got one song that I have to kind of have my hand in this, like, position. It's really strange. Oh, God. And are you you standing up as well? Because I noticed that sometimes you perform standing up. Yes, most of the time now I'm singing and standing because I also dance and that makes that possible. Mm-hmm. and there's a sort of freedom it's it's definitely a different technique and I'm still developing and working on that 
because it does feel completely different, your sense of gravity, your sense of balance. I would suggest maybe starting sitting down <laughs> until you know what your fingers want to do. Is there anything securing your cello to you? I mean, I imagine you've got the spike in the ground, but then is it not just wobbling around? Yeah, in a way, yeah. It's a fine balancing act, and I guess with every gig, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm like becoming more aware of where my centre of gravity is, you know, what my knees are doing, what the angle is that's most comfortable. So it, it changes, yeah, depending on the shoes, depending on the stage, depending on the gig. <laughs> I can imagine you probably have some interesting stories about some oh, yeah, yeah. less than ideal performing <laughs> situations. But the good thing is I've had so many of them now that I just feel comfortable in any situation. Yeah, prepared for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Performing stilettos with a spike wobbling around on, on a creaky stage or something. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's just what we have to do as musicians. We get a lot thrown at us. Yeah. Tell me a bit more about, you know, singing in particular, like incorporating a sort of more modern style of singing, you know, R&B vocals, but also with this kind of slightly more classical grounding in yeah. cello playing. I think that's just a reflection of who I am. I I grew up really on R&B and hip hop, um, soul music. And so in terms of vocal approach, that's what's familiar to me. That's what I kind of sung along with as a child and a teenager, particularly growing up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that feels like what my natural voice would be. And then the classical approach is the other part of my life, which is, you know, um, classical music. So those two things feel very much like my experience whereas I've heard other cellists or just other instrumentalists bring a more folk approach or bring a more classical approach even or experimental approach so it just depends on your comfort zone with your voice and what sounds like you yeah so in, the, in a way it's a culmination of yourself that's it yeah Ayana thank you so much for telling me about your insights onto this very modern way of playing the cello thank which is a combination you. of yourself indeed thanks for having me it's been a pleasure that was Ayana Witter Johnson you're listening to the track mentioned in our conversation an arrangement of John Dowland's Flow My Tears arranged by John Aram you can find the video for this track on the Strad website, which is thestrad.com. And while you're there, check out the latest news and articles on all things to do with string playing. And if you like what you see and hear, register and subscribe to access exclusive archival content from 2010 onward. Don't forget, we've got 50% off an online subscription for students. Check the show notes for the link. Thanks for listening and tune in again soon for another episode. Bye.